See Sweet and Sour, powered by Align, the podcast where we talk about the sweet and not-so-sweet sides of leadership. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of See Sweet and Sour. I believe this is episode 20. Um, Amy, how are you today? I'm good, Philip. How are you? I'm amazing. We are very privileged to have Amy Looper. Uh, Amy Looper works with companies to build a company culture that scales through high performance and diversity. She works with high-achieving working mothers to improve performance by overcoming the chronic, the chronic stress cycle and anxiety that leads to burnout without all, sac- all of the sacrifices of career, income, relationships, and health while raising a family. Amy's the author of Leading Motherhood, A Working Parent, Two Times Postpartum Depression and Burnout Survivor, and an 18-year award-winning software sales leader turned transformational leadership coach. She has created the Leading Mother and Building Company Culture programs based on human behavior and Amy's own lived experience to empower her clients' greatness and their career potential, health, and relationships. Amy, hi again, and thank you for being here. You guys are so welcome. Great to be here. <laughs> yes, uh, as a uh, you know, I, like I mentioned in our and just before this, before we started, I am uh, not a mother, uh, but uh, I am in a leadership position with uh, now three kids. Uh, my third was born uh, about I don't know about forty seven days ago. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Something That's like exciting. that. Yes. Actually, no, it's, I think it's, it's 50 now since, uh, since this recording 50 days and, uh, appreciate, appreciate the congratulations. It's the third though. And, uh, I'm uh, feeling it. Um, I can tell you're counting the days. Yes. I'm counting the days where she, she cries less, sleeps more. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I have a feeling I am not uh, the first uh, parent or mother uh, that has uh, uh, probably said the exact same things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> most definitely. I can remember counting the hours, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, counting the minutes. Can I get can I get 15 more minutes of sleep? Like, yes. can I just try? <laughs> yes, it's incredible. And, 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 uh, the fact that, uh, you're here and, uh, uh, successful, uh, shows that there is a way to succeed. Um, can you help just, let's just go right into it. Any sure. initial tips to help parents right now that are in leadership positions, you know, they, they've had this, this first child or second or third or whatever. Well, yeah. after the second, it's like, that's on you. That, you know, that if, <laughs> kind of like, yeah. you know, you're getting into, but um, first, yeah. anyway, uh, sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to let you, <laughs> you continue from here. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, any tips? Well, the first tip is, you know, I just went through, I've been doing lives all week and I've been going through in my book, I talk about the myths of motherhood. Um, a lot of myths, uh, around, you know, that you have to sacrifice something in just becoming a parent. And this applies to dads too, by the way, I happen to write a book for a woman, but it really applies to both of you. So, um, any men listening out there, I mean, you don't have to sacrifice, but you do have to manage your energy differently because you just have different requirements, right? Like you have to be on all the time when five o'clock rolls around. It's not like you just go to happy hour, like the good old days. 
and remember those good old days uh, and, and just like chill and watch a show and do, you know, catch up on series. I mean, you know, people talk about doing these things and I'm like, wow, it's been a really long time since I've been able to do that. <laughs> yes. But it just requires a level of high performance throughout your whole day. And, and so, um, you know, really getting rid of the idea that there's going to be balance. I would say there's not balance. It's the first thing I talk about with my clients and the first thing that they ask is I just want to feel balanced and I said well get rid of that notion because it's not about that it's about integration it's about taking rest and recovery times throughout the day and integrating your life in a way where you get autonomy you get time to yourself when you don't have the kids and if you have the really little ones like in your stage with the babies like get help you know get outside resources to be able to help cover some of that so that you have to get your own time. You've got to get those things in because otherwise burnout happens and all that ugly stuff. Here's I'll, I'll write my own experience. And and this is, this is, this is a little, this is before now, a little while back um, when it was, I think it was, it was the only first or second child. I don't remember exactly when it was, but we're in a situation where on one hand, uh, both me and my wife needed to work. Right. Uh, the wife's salary wasn't necessarily enough. Like both of our salaries together at that time, this wasn't necessarily enough to bring in help. Our parents didn't happen to be near us. Uh, how, how do you, what do you tell somebody who's in that situation? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it depends on your, your financial situation too. Like what, what can, can you afford outside help? You know, um, if you absolutely cannot, then, you know, you're at some point you're going to have childcare costs. Right. And I think everybody probably listening to this has some sort of childcare. If you're working, most people have childcare. Um, and, but the, the thing emotionally and in your leadership that needs to occur is to be able to receive help. And sometimes for Mm. high achievers, that can be a toughie because you want to control everything and you're a driver and all those things. And you want to be in on everything with your kids and you want to be in work and then you get this FOMO thing that can happen. Yeah. And so I think especially um, for both parents, I'll, I'll just, you know, say for, for both parents, yeah, yeah, of course. but I think in those initial periods when you're going back into work and all that, it can be kind of hard, but you have to really get people to, uh, to help you out, whether it's a nanny and au pair, you know, child, you know, outside childcare, like a daycare, whatever it is, you just have to be able to receive it. 90% of businesses fail, 10% don't. Here's why. Plans fail when you don't have the right systems and software in place. This is why we built Align, a strategic growth management software that allows you to share real-time updates and eliminate miscommunication. Align is an easy-to-use, cloud-based software with features like daily huddles, KPI dashboards, software integrations, and so much more. You can see your company's priorities, critical numbers, goals, and tasks while holding everyone accountable. And all this in the palm of your hand with our mobile app. So what are your next steps? It's simple. Learn more about Align by requesting a demo at aligntoday.com. Let us make sure we land you in that 10%. Align. Achieve big goals faster. I actually like the point where you said uh, um, help from your, your team. It's really difficult for for people that are that that are supposed to be the ones that are helping, right? If we're mm-hmm. thinking about the, the the right way to lead, right? The right way to lead is is to is to lead, is to show, is to is to support, right? That's 
if we're going to get into the fundamentals of being a, a good leader, I've done a bunch of these so far. I, I think I figured it out. Uh, it, it's a recurring theme. It's uh, leading by example. It's helping as much as possible. It's supporting servant leader style. Uh, there's a lot of buzz phrases going around. But the, the, the bottom yeah. line is it's not command and control. It's not, hey, you do this and that's it. It's the, being a good leader is 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 uh, being part of a team, not on top of the team, right? Not not get them exactly. carrying you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I think a lot of uh, A type personalities are usually those are those people that are leaders, and it's incredibly difficult difficult for them to to ask for help uh, at work in general. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think uh, a good point that you mentioned is is to be com- start getting comfortable with that. It also can bring in uh, some positive things in the team, I believe, as well. Getting them. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and you know, I and and also thinking about like, you know, if you're one of those A types and you're wanting to be in the middle of it all, and you're trying to be, you know, maybe you have the perfection thing going on as well. Um, thinking about how to actually be in generosity when you actually share like your kids with grandparents and and loved ones and people that you trust, right, as caregivers that's an incredible experience for your child to also be with other people. And so flipping your mindset into realizing it's not all about you and it's not all about like just that need to wanting to be involved, but that as a leader, you get to also like have your kids be involved in building relationships with other people, even when they're babies, like it's important for them to have a diverse, um, you know, experience with mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, you name it. Um, even your nanny, you know, I used to have nannies and it was really hard for me to have them and I would churn through them. And the reason why I churned through them was I was command and control all day long. And if they made one little error or didn't change a diaper on time or whatever, I was all over their, their high needs because (laughs) I didn't really want them taking care of my kids, but it wasn't out of love and generosity. It was really out of my own thing of like, somebody moved my cheese. I'm no longer in control of this. And I have got to regain control of the situation. Burnout. Let's, let's talk a little bit about burnout now. Um, sure. Burnout is a word we didn't hear much pre pandemic. It did exist. I'm not saying it did not exist. It definitely did exist. Um, but now it's used constantly. Um, why do you think, why do you think that is? Well, I, you know, when looking at, at burnout, right, burnout is really essentially a culmination of events in someone's life. And it's, it really results in this place where they just don't, they're stuck. They don't see themselves moving forward in something one way or another. Mm-hmm. And, and so burnout, I always tell people that never happens. Like it's not just one time occurrence. That the person that's truly sitting in a burned out situation, meaning that there's like really, um, they're they're stuck in feeling, you know, depressed, anxious. Maybe they're just extremely exhausted, and it's hard to peel themselves out of bed. Um, you know, there's a lot of different things there. Maybe they're in relationship breakdown. Uh, yeah. Maybe they've had a toxic relationship, etc. Yeah. So so, but looking back, is that's oh, that's been a roller coaster for that person. Each and every time I don't have one client where it isn't right. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I think after, after the pandemic, we're seeing so much of this because it was such a huge shift and because it wasn't just one big pandemic event, it was micro events over and over and over and over. And we're still kind of in that strange, like wonky pattern of the world. Like 
whatever's happening in the world right now, we're, we're going, we're, the world's changing, right? The world's always been changing, but we're just in this place where there's a lot of uncertainty everywhere we look, markets, political, et cetera. And so, and so it's just this place where people, if they get stuck, that's where they feel like, oh, I'm, I'm done. Like I just, I can't, I can't do this. And then they shift to something else, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't, then there's help for that. But I think that's why we're seeing it is it's just been a really big time of people having to, to bend over backwards with different changes in and out of the office, politically, economically, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. That's, that's, it, we, it's changing fast, like in general, humans, humanity mm-hmm. doesn't like change mm-hmm. period. Um, right. uh, and, but even, even with change, um, there is a, uh, there's a certain speed in which it's, it's conceived, like it's okay to have that change. It usually yeah. takes, you know, around a, a decade plus minus. I just, I'm just, this is literally off the top of my head right now. This is what I'm feeling. It really just takes a, a decade or two for things to change. We've had to mm-hmm. change our habits and our everyday things within two years. Yeah. Right. It is, mm-hmm. you know, based off of my fake numbers right now, like a five X uh, five times faster, we have to change, you make, make these changes and they're changing rapidly and they, they keep changing. It's like every other month, there's something else that we need to do. Uh, mm-hmm. again, like you said, politically, financially, uh, uh, sorry, economically, um, and, and, and just socially in general, it's, it's, it's incredible how, how it's changed. And, and that makes, that makes sense. That makes sense why burnout is happening. It's because so many yeah. things are happening so fast. And, uh, uh, it's, 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 it's definitely getting, it's definitely getting stressful. Well, and that's why leadership and high performance is so important. I know we're speaking here to a lot of folks that are running businesses uh, or on the leadership team of them. And, and that's why your continued dedication and work on this, it's not just a one and done, right? It's not like, Hey, I just got promoted to VP. I'm done. Like you all know it's, 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 it's an, it's a continual, uh, evolution of your next level of greatness. And so that's why dedicating to this work is a lifetime commitment. Um, and it's a lifetime of emotional intelligence management and energy management and, and just everything um, is so important, especially right now. Hey, C Sweet and Sour listeners, it's Haley here from Align. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I just wanted to jump in with some exciting news. We have a new limited time promotion for listeners. You can get 10% off your first year of the Align software with the promo code NOTSOUR10. Align is a strategic planning and execution management software designed to help businesses achieve their goals faster. To get started, go to aligntoday.com demo and complete the form to book your demo today. Again, the code is NOTSOUR10. Now back to the episode. Do you, uh, as, as part of your, uh, consultation or however, you know, your, your, however you do your thing, Mm -hmm. do you do something like set, tell them, listen, let's set a time. And if so, like to do certain things, do you have like a split that you suggest initially at first and how to do things or time-wise? Uh, meaning how do you, like, as far as managing energy or when goal setting? As, or... as far as deciding, cause again, like we like as leaders, and especially now with, 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 yeah. when it comes to the, just the new work day, which is. Yeah. Merges into night and then day again. But, um, yeah. uh, do you say, listen, two hours, you do not talk, you do not do work or, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, at least 15 minutes, 
know, God help you. You have to do a little bit of exercise, like that kind of stuff. Is, do yeah. you have s- yeah. some kind of a uh, schedule? This is what I have set, not a schedule because it's really individual. Everybody has their own, you know, we figure out things like your circadian rhythm, right? We talk about like, what is your circadian rhythm? You, some people are really good in the morning. Some people are good at night and, and, and we want to play to that natural rhythm. And mm-hmm. for most of us, we have to do a little bit of, you know, a quick exercise or two or try to find what that is. Again, because we've been conditioned to go to school, we've been conditioned to go to the workplace, right? And and in uh, previous years, it's been like a eight to five or a nine to five, and that necessarily might not be like your jam, right? You're you were created a certain way, and so we get to get back to center on that, so that when you do take breaks, and I want everyone to take an emotional, physical, and a spiritual break each and every day. Because, um, you, and it could be for five minutes for some individuals, like they're good about just like, okay, I'm going to focus for five minutes. I'm going to, I'm going to journal. I'm going to, uh, just feel some sort of emotional, right. I'm going to feel my emotions, not just become robots. Like mm-hmm. a lot of us have over time, we conditioned to just be kind of pushing aside emotions. And that's where the burnout comes in because you store all of that in your body. So, and then if you're not getting it out physically, go to the gym, take a walk, go for a hike, like whatever that looks like for you. And then on the spiritual side, it's so important to really spend that time as well. No matter you know what you align with, just spend that time with your higher power and get out of your own self, like get out into outward focus and, and really spending time there. And that's where you really start to see a big adjustment out of anxiety, depression. People start to realize, oh my gosh, I haven't really spent really quality time with my spouse lately or my kids. I haven't been able to be present with them. And it's because I've been wrapped up in all of the doing and my self-worth has actually been so attached to the doing that I've now become addicted to being super hyperactive. And I've totally missed the boat on this. Yeah. So now we get to kind of unravel all of that and get back to center on making those deep connections. And that's where people start to feel happy and fulfilled and connected. Uh, uh, you mentioned, uh, let's talk about spiritual for a second. Not everybody has, uh, like personally, I'm Jewish. I, I, I'm, I'm lean, I, I, I probably gotten closer to religion lately than, than ever sure. probably. Um, but a lot mm-hmm. of people, not, you know, usually it's the opposite. Usually people drive away from that. Yeah, there. It it. What is your? Uh, I'm not necessarily going to say pushback, but what is your answer to those who say uh, spiritually? I feel I'm I'm completely disconnected. What yeah. do you tell them? Like, how do they? How do you help them deal with that side of things? Yeah, I say I say awesome because I'm not talking about religion. I'm not saying go to go to a certain church or do a certain thing, right? Because it's not about doing the thing. I want you to get out of doing the thing for the check mark. Mm-hmm. I want you to get into surrendering to your creator. Okay. For me, it's God. I'm Christian. I'm God, you know, it's, yeah. it's Jesus, God. Um, and, and it's about really getting out of thinking that one's own self in the mirror is going to control all of this thing called life and getting into the next level of, oh, wait, what am I supposed to do? Let me surrender my control to that. Mm-hmm. Let me ask those hard questions. Let me feel uncomfortable about really not knowing maybe who did create me or, or where I came from or where the universe came from, et cetera. Get curious because I find in our curiosity, we grow and, 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 and you'll connect in your own way. Right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter um, what you connect on. In my opinion, like that's your own personal journey. Yeah. 
Um, but you get to really um, be courageous in asking that because that's where the connection and the vulnerability also grows. Um, your ability to become more intimate with other people in general, it's because you can ask and be intimate with yourself. It starts here first. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of leaders and a lot of people that, well, not all of them, because I know a lot that are that are that are that believe in in, in the higher power uh, that are also very very successful. But uh, I also know a lot that do not, like that are completely anti. I'm trying to think, what do they do to kind of get that release? And I guess everybody's different. Maybe some people just don't need it because they're they're happy with whatever whatever they have. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it. Um, yeah, just it's curious. I was wondering if like what kind of what kind of responses you receive from somebody who isn't, you know, doesn't believe in that kind of stuff if they just push back and and you 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 push back or or they yeah. yeah. Well, here's what I would say to that. What you resist will persist. So taking religion out of that altogether. Sure. But if you and the one way that we do one thing is the one way we do everything, right? And so if you look at resistance, mm-hmm. And you just mentioned resistance in the conversation around religion, which yeah, there's always resistance, right? There's always people on oh, this, on that. Yeah. And and we just get we get so I I just think we get so um wrapped up in labels, you know. But 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 it's really between between you and God. But but if you're resisting some of that, ask yourself, look at that, like be curious, why am I resisting? Because whatever you are resisting will continue to persist. The resistance is a great. Um, highlight a bit a, a major flare internally of like, oh, I get to break through something. I had resistance this morning, big time. I was in total breakdown. <laughs> Building business is not is not always the easiest thing. No, and it's not. and um and but you know, but I looked at that instead of letting it completely ruin my day, I was like, oh, okay, right. I gotta break through that. That's my next level of breakthrough right there. Got it. Okay, got it. So that's what I'd say about resistance. Yeah, uh, it's, it's again another uh, recurring theme in these in these uh, in these podcasts is uh, the most successful people are the ones that are willing to uh, I like to say get dragged through the mud or in this case uh, push through the resistance. Uh, yeah. That is kind of like that. That is a overarching theme for every single conversation that I have until now. It's to not 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 just sit back and and take the like you can take the punishment, but also push through it. I think that's a, yeah. it's, it's a big factor. I, I keep, I keep getting pulled back to, uh, to, uh, you know, just being a parent and all I, I, I had, I personally had, a uh, um, a not fun situation this morning with the kids. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, it just, this kind of, this, this episode is, is really, is kind of touching on that. Um, mm-hmm. it's really difficult because right now, like I said, uh, my wife can't do her usual uh, mommy duties and I got to do a bunch of them plus, you know, work and all that kind of stuff. And it's really, it it, it really is an effect. And I just, I guess for, for me personally, like the way I am taking this, because otherwise I'm going to break down and get into the, and get depressed. And that is just remember that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, The kid's going to grow up. She's going to be okay. So far, everybody's healthy. Remember that not a lot of people have the privilege to um, to be in a situation where they uh, don't have to work so much for to be financially to be financially okay, um, right. or uh, because of the workload at work. Especially now, people are expected to do more and less time. 
hundred percent. Like this is not, this is everywhere, especially now with all these layoffs. Right. Um, and that is giving me the most anxiety or close to it at least. Uh, no, do you know what I'm going to, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty close to, to anxiety. Like I, 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 I'm getting nervous. Like I'm literally getting nervous. Like how do I, there's 24 hours in a day. How do I deal with it? Um, yeah. just, just the other day, I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, listen, you're going to hate me for about a month. <laughs> cause we have like, cause I, I have, we have certain things yeah. that we need to get done. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and sometimes like, look, I own my own business. I work on the weekends sometimes when I need to, but I also will take a day off with the kids. Like our kids go to school four days a week. So, so, I mean, it's just one of those things where you, you have to lead it. And I think this time is also amazing for, for corporate America when we are seeing, you know, layoffs, we're seeing things being cut. Okay. Well then let's start talking to our leaders about what really needs to get done because do we really have initiatives that really need, or is it just busy work, you know, and, and overwhelm happens from two different things, unpreparedness or a lack of commitment. So when you go back in as a team, ask yourselves, what are we super committed to? What is really in alignment with our vision as a company? And what do we really don't need to do anymore? And then if there's areas of unpreparedness going there and and making sure that you figure that out. So uh, I kind of touched on this, but I'd like to hear maybe from your thoughts on, uh, on what you've heard from, 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 from parents, what is their biggest challenge? Is it time? Um, Their biggest challenge is time. Yes. But it's more of um, really getting into their authentic like vision of where they want to be in their life. Mm. The shift into parenthood. And I think one thing that moms go through, especially too, since we're physically having the kids yeah, is like this loss of, of self. And so during the early years you go through that. And I think guys go through, I mean, ask my husband too, like, like, you know, he went through that too. It's like, whoa, like what, you know, now I have all this stuff on my plate. I used to be really happy doing these kind of hobbies and things that no longer can happen right now. And, and now I'm just giving, giving, giving to these kids and, and you kind of can feel a little drained and you feel a little like who moved my cheese, you know? Um, and so parents really are asking me like, how do I, how do I figure this out? Because they want their career and they want to be connected in their personal life, but they want their career to keep growing because it is a big sense of identity for them. Yeah. And so they're really looking for that place of belonging and, and, and identity. Okay. Which is deep. <laughs> yes, it is deep. It, it, I know we don't have all the time in the world, but um, how, what is your initial like answer to that? Like what, what, how do you help them? Yeah, we start working on visioning. Like, what do you really want? And and sometimes I have to ask people that a lot, you know, like over and over and over. And look, when Pete, when I was coming out of postpartum depression, the thing that broke me through it was this kind of work. It wasn't it wasn't any kind of therapy. It wasn't anything like that. It was like it was like, oh no, I just I don't know what I want. And I would just literally stand there frozen, going, I don't know. <laughs> And a lot of my clients do the same thing. It's because they've disassociated with themselves over time, especially as high achievers. Yeah. And they have just continued to push, 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 push. 
you can only do that for so long, you know, and then, it, and then it comes back and you're like, oh, I was identified and all that, but that's not really what I want. So it takes a little bit of work and, uh, and some, and some authentic, um, inward, inward analysis of like, if I was really honest with myself, I would own my own business. That's what, that's what I did. And that was a hard shift. Yes. It's, 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 <laughs> it's scary. Again, talking about change, mm-hmm. trying to do mm-hmm. these things, have a lot of unknowns. Um, when it comes to that, I, for me specifically, I always say, listen, stick with your job at the meantime. Yeah. It, it's a little harder when you, you're a parent of three or even two or even one, right? Everybody has their, their <laughs> thresholds, but um, keep with your job in the meantime or your career, whatever you're doing right now and start thinking about instead of watching Netflix, cause y- y- you're probably doing this, um, take an extra half an hour of your day. That's probably used for something that's useless or, or not, not, uh, uh, not used to personal growth Yeah, and start thinking about taking that next step. In every stage in your life, it always feels like you don't have time. And then as things go, things happen, you realize how, how wrong you were because you're able to do more things. This, this, this happens a lot when you have that less time because you, you, the difference is time management and recognizing those types of things. Because, you know, when you don't feel you have to make more money or you don't feel you have to grow personally, it's almost like, okay, I have nothing to do. I'll just watch Netflix or, I don't know, sleep a little bit more or you know, do something right. that isn't, that isn't, doesn't help you grow or party. It's a numbing, numbing activity. Yes. Yeah. A numbing activity. Thank you. Uh, and, um, and so I, I understand why when you are usually younger, uh, when you're younger, uh, you feel like you don't have time to do anything. What I suggest to everybody and whoever's younger listening to this podcast that maybe in a couple of years doesn't want to become the CEO that they've always, they, they've always hoped they had or want to be is that um, you have time now. I'd like to jump into uh, your book. Sure. Yeah. Leading motherhood. Um, yes. I've got a copy of it right here. Um, All right. Yeah. Leading, leading motherhood surrendering to a uh, faith over fear from the delivery room to the boardroom. Um, I wrote this last year and it's part story and part journal. So it's, it's really a meaningful, um, tool for people because it goes through helping people really find their, find their vision again, find their um, boundaries as parents, understanding kind of what their value system is. And for some people that maybe, you know, didn't like necessarily go through those discussions as, um, a team, like, you know, you and your spouse, can get a lot out of this because you can go through and be like, Oh no, this is actually the experience we want. Now that we've kind of like given parenting, like a a quick, quick go at it. You know, you've got kids now and you're like, sometimes you want to go back and be like, Oh no, wait a minute. Now, now we get this. And now we want to really get into our next level of vision of what we want to have for our family. So it has all those kind of exercises in it that you can do. Um, But the story is all um, really about how to overcome really big challenges in life um, and get to the other side of, you know, traumatic things. So I went through postpartum depression with my firstborn. Um, Six months later, my father-in-law committed suicide, which was just horrific. And six months after that, I had lost my mother-in-law to Parkinson's. 
And then the next year I had a surprise baby number two and Miss Emberly arrived and, um, and her, we were so blessed with her. Um, you know, but I had a traumatic birthing event with her, which, which really created some like PTSD for four and a half years, just crazy, um, physical and emotional trauma. So, um, so it was just a long time, but I just kept going as a corporate sales executive. I was in cybersecurity doing really well, just kept going until one day in early 2020, I hit ultimate burnout of like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I really like, what am I doing? You know? Um, and so I finally got to really, you know, go through a lot of healing and the entrepreneurial journey saved my life, honestly. Um, and in chapter seven, chapter seven, um, is all about surrender and it's all about my faith journey and and surrendering. And, And I've always been, um, I've always been, you know, a, a faithful person ever since I was growing up is how I grew up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but this journey really was like, okay, this is how I really get to overcome these really big challenges. It's not in myself. I'm not the source, like, like, like God will carry me through to the next level. So it is a faith-based book, but it's, um, but it's done in a way where you guys get to really, um, grow through it and take it away as a really handy journal to be able to work through some of the tough stuff that we just do in these big life events. And it could also work for caregivers as well. If you're on that spectrum, you know, where you're, where you're now taking care of maybe, uh, you know, uh, a, a brother, sister, a parent, whoever. I like that. And uh, for those who want to find the book, Amazon, where, where can they find the book? Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Right now, Amazon. We're coming to a close. And a question that I love asking at the end is, if there were, if if you could go back in time and talk to yourself and and teach yourself a, a lesson or two, uh, mm-hmm. so that when you, you know, to make it a little bit easier for you to move forward, uh, mm-hmm. what would that be, or what would they be? Mm. It would be um, don't be so hard. Don't that self critic. Get rid of it. Like don't be so hard on yourself. You know, like you are perfect the way that you are today. In all the imperfectness, Philip, with your kids this morning, you're perfect. <laughs> like, thank you. Like, thank you. Like it's like it's just a day, and it will, you know. So, like the self criticism, I think, can be especially for high performers. It can be a big one that just pops up all the time. And so, I would just, I would just say, like, just kick it to the curb because it's really, it, it, it's a barrier. It doesn't help grow relationships. It doesn't help you manage your energy. It's like, it really is, is the top one. All right. All right. On, on that note, uh, Amy, I want to thank you very, very, very much, uh, for being here. Uh, and for everybody else who's listening, I hope you enjoy this episode of C sweet and sour. If you found anything particularly interesting that you feel your colleagues may enjoy, don't be shy. Sharing is caring. Uh, I'll also remind everyone, uh, that we have a limited time promo code for 10% off your first year of a line, the code is the promo code is not sour ten, <laughs> so we don't get confused between sweet, as it's written in C sweet. Anyway, not sour ten. Uh, you can go to uh, aligntoday.com uh, uh, to 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 get that demo. Uh, be sure to stay tuned and sign up for notifications on your favorite podcast platform or in aligntoday.com/podcasts. We have some very interesting introspective guests coming up. Uh, last but not least, if you'd like to be a guest on C-Suite and Sours, feel free to contact us at marketing at aligntoday.com. Amy, if anybody wants to reach out to you, how can they do so? 
Yeah, you can visit my website at amyleelooper.com. That's Amy, L-E-I-G-H, looper, L-O-O-P-E-R.com. Thank you very, very much. I personally very much appreciate it. I'm pretty sure a lot of parents that are listening are going to appreciate this episode as well. Uh, as I always say at the end of every episode, uh, again, obviously, thank you, Amy. And uh, for the rest of us, uh, let's get shit done. Have a good one. Thank you.